0: I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him. Crucifying me, and it totally backfired when Jesus said forgive them as they do not know what they do and I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan and that his victory allows all of your past present and future sins to be forgiven so that you can live the abundant life and I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture and I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learned therefore I'm blessed to teach and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth and that's why I invite you to join us at blessedoteach.com That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God is do today. Welcome. It is wonderful what Sunday, November 26, 2023, um, the Sunday right after Thanksgiving. Uh, pray that you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving with family members. I know it's not an easy time of year for many people who either don't get along with the family or don't have uh, a family to spend with. So uh, this is the time to just get close to the Lord and know that you're never alone because you have Jesus. You have um, and that Jesus allows you to go right to the Father, the Holy of Holies. What, what a beautiful, beautiful privilege that we have as Christians who've accepted the Lord all right so uh, keep the faith up those of you who've struggled with this uh, time and uh, this is a great time to just spend the next hour and a half just soaking in beautiful music as well as in his word and uh, one of the favorite books I have of the Bible probably the number one when it comes to understanding the gospel I always talk about the three big rocks right Make sure you have the right God. That's the first commandment. The right Jesus, because He's the only one that can save. And the right gospel, because if uh, you're using a false Jesus, which many many um, many uh, religions out there do, um, then uh, that can't save you. And then obviously, if you're based on works versus faith, you're, you've got the wrong gospel. And that's what what God what what, what uh, Paul warned us of in Galatians one eight that that. Uh, even if we are an angel from heaven to preach a different gospel, then let them be under God's curse, right? a different one that we pre- preach to you. So it's vital that we understand the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. Other than that, all these secondary doctrines, we can I think we're going to see a huge uniting right, around those people that have the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. Huge uniting of what I call the remnant. I'm really going to be doing some amazing things here, but let's lift this up to prayer. Just know that, uh, that you have, uh, you're gonna learn about the right Jesus and the right God and the right gospel on this program and that you're gonna, and that if you just get closer to him, you're gonna love it. So with that, let's uh, lift this up into some prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for the book of Romans that teaches us the right gospel. Lord, uh, wow, um, it, was, it was the book that really um, saved me from a perspective of just learning God's word and understanding that I was a sinner. And understanding that, uh, but I can be saved. It's 100% Jesus and zero percent me. Lord, thank you for for the truth that's so so plainly taught in Romans, with, with uh, all, all every single chapter just just oozing with the true gospel. And Lord, may um, everyone that listens to this program today just understand that what that true gospel is that saves, that actually justifies them gives them salvation, and also leads to sanctification. We'll talk about those, Lord, Um, and we love you, and we submit this time to you in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. All right, and that's what we're gonna um, dig into. I wanna, there's there's the things called semantic sometimes, or terminology, or theological terms, right, that, that confuse people. And I wanna make this real simple for everybody because the Bible's really clear about it, right, and we'll dig into this in more detail. But there's three, those three terms I just prayed about. Um, the first one is justification. It means you're justified. You're you're forgiven of your sins, right? And that usually is linked really closely to salvation, because when you're forgiven of your sins, you you usually have now uh, accepted Jesus into your heart, and that is the salvation. You're saved, but that you have to profess it with your mouth. So that's what Romans 10:9 and 10:10 10, 10 talk about. We'll get into those, right? So basically, you're justified for is forgiven self saved or salvation is when you've accepted Jesus as your as your Savior right so you've repented you're forgiven boom you're saved pretty easy right justification salvation and this, the the next the, the next item that people often get confused between these three terms is sanctification and that just means hey once you're saved the Holy Spirit comes into you and you can start living the abundant life but it's also a struggle. God, Paul's really clear about that, and, and we'll be getting that in Romans 7. We're gonna be going to Romans 5 today. It's a struggle. Why is it a struggle? Because we have the flesh that's still with us, right? We have this this this, this, this sin that comes from Adam. Now we've got the Holy Spirit in there is the good news, um, but we still have that flesh. Remember, our, our, we're made up of kind of three things. We're made of, of, of spirit, which we now have the Holy Spirit in there, which is beautiful, right? And the soul, and a body, body, soul, spirit, right? So, so our body is still made of that flesh, right? And, some, and the soul sometimes has some, some fractures in it. And, and so uh, even though we have the Holy Spirit, we're gonna have this struggle between flesh and uh, uh, our our human sin and, and we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but you know that sanctification is all about the Holy Spirit and living in you and you become more and more like Christ the more that you are in his word, the more that you get closer to him, the more that you soak in the love of the Lord. And that's what we're gonna talk about today and how beautiful that is. We're gonna talk about not only how we are saved and justified, forgiven and saved, we're also gonna be talking about the sanctification process and how we can become closer to the Lord as we become part of his remnant. And um, with that, I think we'll we'll go into a, a couple of uh, worship songs and then we'll dig into Romans five as we go forward here. So that is going to be a beautiful time to, to do to do that. So, uh, wow, it looks, looks like we have Lois on. That's exciting. Lois Annette and Kimberly here. Um, that's quite exciting. Here's a nice, we're going to go into um, this beautiful song about how great thou art, right? If, uh, just just a, a classic here. And um, the, Annette, do you mind reading this that you're here? Are you ready to roll? <laughs> All the way from Sweden? Yes,
1: I am. Yes, right. yes, yes, of course. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. I just had to pin it <laughs> awesome perfect <laughs> yeah how great thou art sings my soul my Savior God to thee because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death Romans 8 O Lord my God consider all the worlds thy hands have made by the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their whole ho- ho- hosts. Psalm uh, thirty-three six. Awesome. Made the right. Made I I made the earth and created man on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. Isaiah forty-five twelve.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that god his son sent him to die he bled and died to take away my sin his intent was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of god should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according Rome, Rome, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord, Ephesians 3, 10, 11. Yes. On the cross, my burden gladly bearing. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my joke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle. And low in heart. Oh, ah, and humble, humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my joke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew and eleven
0: twenty-eight through thirty. Awesome. I always know you can't get to the last line, so I'll read it there. Alright, thank you so thank much for you. being here uh, for on the Sunday morning. Let's worship to thank thou you great, thou art. Yes. Great. Make my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. But for the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. How great is he! two men will be left in the field and one will be taken and one left. Eight. Stay awake for you do not know on what day the Lord is coming be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. What a beautiful song, huh? I'm going to go to this next one. Here's more of the go to the goodness of God instead here. This one is um, all my life you have been faithful. So so good. I'll sing of the goodness of God. can see that's a line in the song obviously and now here's the scripture we've attached to that right so that when you're singing you can think about these scriptures and these scriptures will be at the bottom of the screen as the song plays so you'll always be going back to singing God's word right and knowing what is and being close to him during his presence that falls this is called presence-based worship I hope you really enjoy this so the Exodus 15-2 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He's become my salvation. This is my God. I will praise and exalt him. The second line in the song says, I love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. Lamentations 3 says just that. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Isn't that just beautiful? Third verse in the song talks about, You have led me through the fire in the darkest night, close as no other. I've known you as a father and a friend. Galatians 4, six says, Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his, of his sons into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. I love that right out of Galatians 4.6. Another part of the song says, Your goodness is running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. And uh, Luke 6, 38 says, Give and it will be given to you. Good measure running over. For with the measure you use it will be measured back to you. So just think about some of these scriptures as you're just praising him this morning. and We'll get into Romans 5 and talk about the sanctification. Goodness of God.
2: I love you, Lord. i uh-huh.
0: Thanks for again joining us here on this beautiful Sunday morning where we're just uh, worshiping to some of God's awesome music that we attach to scriptures. You have the lyrics there to be able to sing along. One of my favorite things is to have this unique approach of this beautiful video that matches the lyrics, the lyric, and then scripture that matches the lyrics. Wow. (laughs) What a privilege to have this beautiful, beautiful music. And, um, I'm gonna dig into some scripture now um, from Romans again. uh, Probably the the top book when it really comes to the correct gospel uh, that we need to to dig into. I'm gonna um, change my camera real quick as I've adjusted some things. I've got all new music, which is kind of fun. Um, That put me up here. Nah, I guess I don't wanna go to that camera. We'll just come here and adjust it for now as we go through this process so um we uh, have another lower third here that i'm going to pull up as well thanks for allowing me to do some of this production stuff all right so let's dig into it right now peace with god through faith you know that's what the gospel is about right is you having peace with god because of your faith because that actually justifies you saves you and it helps you go through the sanctification process so let's go through that Therefore, since we have been justified with faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, by we rejoice, but not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that the sufferings produce endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has who has been given to us. That's the beautiful thing about this, guys. Is that that's this uniqueness of Christianity compared to everything else. Is that all other religions? So you got to work to get to heaven versus faith, right? 100% faith, 100% Jesus, zero percent works, right? And the other thing is that it's the Holy Spirit comes into us, right, and that allows us. Um, to be sanctified as we go through that process. Now we're going to read the rest of this scripture and we'll kind of come back and dig into this after a few more songs. But for while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's one of my memory verses right there, Romans 5.8. I just love that. It's also part of the Romans road that I teach, right? It's just such a beautiful verse to think about that. And then, and just, what, just, just, just think about what he just said. He said, most people won't even die for a righteous person. You know, they might, but nobody's going to die for an evil person. But that's what God did for us. God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9, since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, there's that word, justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved, there's that word, by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Woo. That reconciliation goes right along with uh, justification as well, because you're now justified to be able to be reconciled to God and, 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 earn, and basically go to heaven. It's, it's not earned. It is actually um, earned because of what Christ did for us. But we just have to have faith and accept that free gift, as we've been talking about through this whole, this whole chapter. This next part gets into death in Adam, life in Christ, and this is real interesting because, you know, some people say they're, they're not in sin at all. And um, the Bible literally says that if we claim we have no sin, the truth is not in us, right? So, so we have to really understand that we, we, we have sin and, and that we're, we're, we're justified. We're, 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 we're washed. It's washed away. Those sins are washed away. Right. And so now there's a discussion last Friday about Gus talking about I'm a sinner and, and Shuri not liking that. So I think it's, it is healthy. I think what Shuri was talking about to not call yourself a sinner. Right. But understand that you have sin. Right. But now you're a royal priesthood going forward. So it's kind of a different in an approach. And it depends on who you're kind of um, talking to. Right. We're talking primarily to to believers here or seekers. Right. And um, and so I think it's OK to let people uh, clearly understand that we are sinners. We all sin. And that we need we need this 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 uh, salvation. Where did that sin come from? It came from Adam. So that's what this clearly teaches. Now most Jewish people understood this, but now he's going to apply it to the fact that now, just like we were, sin came into the world with one man, we can be saved by one man. That man being the God man, Jesus Christ. Right. So let's dig into chapter I mean uh, verses 12 through the end of this as 21. All about the death in Adam and life in Christ. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one Who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, that's Adam, right? Much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abound for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the gift, the free gift, following many trespasses, brought justification. For if, because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to the condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to the justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Now the law comes in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Christ our Lord. Ooh, reading of the Lord in chapter five of Romans. And so we're gonna go pick this apart and dig into it a little bit more and discuss it. Notice the the, the free gift term was there all over that scripture, right? Over and over again, leading, leading back to Ephesians two, where it talks, talks about you're saved by grace through faith. It's not from yourselves that's works it's not right and um, it's very important to understand uh, that uh, it is a free gift the next the next part of this is a free gift not by works so that no one can boast. So all is equal at the, at the foot of the cross it's extremely important to understand that so another way another way to look at this is um, if I think that I Am a little bit better than somebody else because even though it was 99% Jesus, but it was 1% me. You know, I I was humble enough to 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 accept the free gift. You know, and that 1%, you know, th- that then, then I've now just nullified what this is saying. It's saying that it's 100% Jesus and this is zero. All I did is accept the free gift, right? <laughs> All I and and that is free. And so it's 100% Jesus, Jesus, zero percent me, and therefore I am no better than anybody else. All is equal at the foot of the cross. That's why, that's why, as a Christian, we should never have pride. The only thing we boast about is in the Lord. That's the only thing we boast about. And uh, we really re- need to understand that when we sin in one part of the law, it's like sinning in all parts of the law. So somebody that's out there purposely sinning, et cetera, um, and, and and, but yet I gossip, you know, you may not think that's, that's as bad, or if I just uh, if never had an affair, but I sit there and lust with my eyes, um, Christ made that really clear that that it's just this just like you've uh, you've lusted you basically have gone into adultery right or if you uh, hate your brother um it's almost like it's just as bad as murder in many ways right and now i know our western society and the way we evaluate things that's not the way it is and that's why many people just don't understand the gospel because it's like it's all or nothing right you're a sinner and you cannot make it to heaven for all of sin and fall short of the glory of god is what romans 3:23 told us and and that's why Romans 5.8 is so important, but that you know, that we just studied is is Romans 5.8 says, hey, but the gift of, but God shows his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right? So we there's no boasting. There's no pride. Um, the only thing that we boast about is the Lord God Almighty. And other than that, we need to we need to love and now we don't accept the sin of like for instance homosexuals, right? We have to tell them the truth. But we we are no better than them. Right? And God is going to use many of those people in the future, I believe. Many people, in the, in, even in the extreme Muslim area, I think he's going to call and they're going to come out and they're going to actually bend their knees to him and submit to him and come out. We are no better than those people from a perspective of getting to heaven, right? From a perspective of we need to realize that we're all sinners and that we boast in Christ alone because it's 100% Jesus, it's 0% us that gets us to heaven. That's the true gospel. That Romans first chapter all the way through, I think 13 chapters, is gonna continue to just hit home and home and home again. Make sure you understand this true gospel. And we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more as we go. But let's let's dig into some more songs here. We are just did the goodness of God. And now we're gonna talk about some power that the Lord has. I'm doing some of our newer songs that we've done here. Uh, we've got two new ones, by the way, that our videographer's working on. So we're excited about that. And that's put the, word, the, the 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 scriptures with them. I've reviewed those now, so now they're going to be two new songs probably coming out next week. And uh, so join us on Mondays and Thursdays where we do praise and prayer, and Fridays and Sundays when we do word and worship. Where if you if you love this music like I do, so let's look at resurrection power. It's like just another beautiful song. Go, go ahead and that we do this one.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, of course, and Kimberly.
0: You can do it too if you want. If you've learned how to. Uh, pin the screen. <laughs> Go ahead. Now
1: I have resurrection power living on the inside. Jesus, you have given us freedom. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. John 14, 12 no longer bound by sin and darkness living in the light of your goodness those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires galatians 5:24. jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life John eight twelve, Your Holy Spirit lives in me, and I have been redeemed. The new has come. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Galatians 3, 13, 8.
0: Beautiful. The Holy Spirit yes. lives in us. Yeah. You've been redeemed. <laughs> We're no longer ba- ba- bound by this sin and darkness anymore, right? Why? Because we have resurrection power.
2: Hallelujah. Um, you called me from the grave by me. You called me out of all my shame. I see the oldest past, away the new.
0: Move into another classic of amazing grace. My chains are gone, kind of a reworked part of way they've done this. Um I love this. It says, Amazing grace, I once was lost, a wrench blind, now found, I can see. Points to a couple of scriptures like Ephesians 212 that says, And you were dead in trespass, sins in which you once walked. John 1.14 gets into We have seen his glory, glory of his only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Mm, the word became flesh there. The second part of the song we emphasize, attached to scripture, is uh, the hour I first believed, my grace, my fears relieved. That kind of points up Psalm 34 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. And a third verse in this song talks about God, my Savior, ransomed me, been set free, and like a flood, His mercy reigns with an unending love. <laughs> we point that to a couple of scriptures, 1 Peter 1, 18-19 says, knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Christ. Oof. And Lamentations three twenty two and 23 says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Woo. So again, you'll see these scriptures at the bottom of the screen as we as we sing this. And uh, this last, this fourth thing we talk about in the song is he uh, that, that the, the lyrics say is his word my hope secures. He will be my shield as long as life endures. He promised good to me. And in and that points to Proverbs 30. Five. You'll see this at the bottom of the screen, too, as we sing. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. So let's do that. Let's take refuge in Him right now as we just sing Amazing Grace.
2: Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see, t'was grace that taught
0: Beautiful remake of that classic. Um, there's just so much talent out there in the Christian music industry. And so um, we, we actually look at the uh, CCLI licensing that we have for streaming. Um, yeah, the, the top um, 100, 150 songs and that continues to be updated. So we continue to just uh, update those. If you guys have a favorite worship song that you could just worship to over and over, let us know. I need to make sure I keep a better list of that. If you've let me know about something, uh, uh, remind me again, cause we're just refreshing everything about ready to get into new songs. So uh, if you have a song that you just could worship over and over that really kind of points to scripture, um, we will build that. We invest heavily in each song. It's not like we're uh, just throwing out video. It's like we're really pouring into it with what scriptures it really points to, praying over what songs we add and uh, make this just a true ministry of uh, is to have 100, 150 of these songs that we rotate so you just know not much duplication at all. We're up to, I think 37 or 36 or 37 of them and with two more coming next week. So again, let us know. We'd love to hear from you about what your favorite worship songs are. And I have also, we really toned in on all the tuning of the music. So we've got all new, all all 37 of those songs have been reworked for the widescreen. You've probably seen that versus what we used to do. And they've all been reworked on sound based upon everything we've been working with for the last few months so let me know how sound is on rumble how how the sound is on backstage but it sounds uh, i think i think we've nailed the sound now so uh, just let me know uh, if you have any feedback on that uh, but let's dig in a little bit more heavy into to um, what we're calling i'm going to get to this screen here to uh what we're as we're, we're, we're digging into to chapter five and this is, this is the fun part for me, is when I love to just relate scripture as we read through it and then come back and kind of jump into it a little bit more. Where, where else does that talk about that in scripture? How how can we get a little bit more information? Like justification is a real important part. We just talked about justification is forgiveness and uh, you're justified before the Lord, right? And yet that kind of has to happen. That's when uh, you repent of your sins before you're saved. All right, and then as you have the Holy Spirit coming to you then you go through a sanctification process where your flesh is fighting but to the Holy Spirit and you and your mind and renewing your mind with the gospel lets you be sanctified as you grow closer to Christ in your walk with Christ right it's like it planted a seed in you and it grows that sanctification um but sanctification can just the growth can stop if you're not in the word on a continual basis that's why why why, we talk about Romans 12, which we'll get into a while, that uh, make sure you do not conform to the pattern of this world, that you are renewing your mind. Those are the type of things we'll dig into. But let's dig into verse one here. It says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's that word justified, right? And so it's just really important to understand that justification is a requirement. You have to be forgiven of your sins, right? Romans 3.28 says, for we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. So this is everywhere, guys. It just confuses me so much. That, well, Satan does this. He wants to confuse and make this more complex. He wants you to depend on yourself. He wants you to say, oh, you have to pray five times a day. Oh, you have to go visit a place once a, once, a, once in your lifetime. Those are all lies, right? The, the, that you have to go to church on a regular basis, um, even though that's a great habit and we shouldn't um, forsake gathering, right? And to me, we're gathering here on Zoom backstage. So come backstage and you're gathering with us, right? Um, the, that's what we, especially we have quite a few people on on Mondays and Thursdays and Fridays when when uh, at 5 p.m. CST, uh, right after the show, um, we actually do praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays. So, so uh, but the point, point is it's all by faith, it just confuses me why so many people put works in there, right? James definitely says, um, faith without works is dead. But he's talking about the sanctification process. Does that make sense? When it comes to salvation, it's extremely clear. The Gospel is extremely clear, right? So w- w- um, what James is talking about, faith without works is dead, is saying that if you don't have any works, you really don't love God, you're not, you're not showing that you even actually accepted Christ, right? It's dead. Right, but when to be saved, it's a hundred percent Jesus, hundred percent faith, zero percent works, zero percent yourself. And that's over everywhere, right? For we have, for we have so for we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Again, that's you're you're, you're, you're forgiven. You're forgiven by your faith. You should repent to the Lord Jesus, right? Another, another uh, scripture that talks about this as well is in Romans 10. We'll get there shortly. For with the heart of one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. So this is right after Romans 10.9 that says that to, to be saved, you basically have to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, right? and then you'll be saved. So it tells us clearly how to be saved. And then Romans 10, 10, just kind of, in fact, I'll just bring that up. I'll just bring up nine and 10 together because it's a powerful, powerful couple of scriptures that just clearly show us what the gospel is, right? Uh, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, you will be saved. So anybody that says you have to be baptized to be saved is absolutely wrong. It's all over scripture. There's no, baptisms is not a requirement, right? Now you should, that's a commandment. You should, you should get baptized. Right, and but it's a symbol, a symbolic act, right? Uh, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's very clear, hundred percent Jesus, zero percent you. And then this talks a little bit more. For with the heart one believes and is justified. So when you, so it's your with your heart. If it's not with your heart, you're not forgiven. You can sit there and say Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord, and not believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and you're not justified. You're not forgiven. You're not going to be saved you have to have justification and salvation together right and it's it has to do with both your mouth and your heart and then your mouth is kind of like your mind you're you're saying it right and uh and so forth with one for the heart one believes and is justified that's forgiven and with the mouth you confess jesus is lord and you're saved very clear right and the whole this whole gospel is all about that's out of romans 10 9 and 10 now if you go back to here and go to verse two, it says, through him, we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And again, it's talking about faith there. So if look at Ephesians 2, 18, it says, for through him, we both have access in one spirit to the father. So through who? That's through Jesus, right? That is, that's how, how this has happened. It's faith in Jesus is is the whole key hebrews 10 talked about this a lot when we went through that uh the book we just finished reviewing this whole thing says the full assurance of faith the brothers therefore brothers since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of jesus by the new and living way that he opened up through the curtain that is through his flesh so through jesus christ we literally have access to the holy of holies which only used to be once a year before that, right? And so that's that's faith, guys. It all comes because, not because of what you've done, not because how much money you've given the church or how many times you've gone or how many old ladies you've walked across the street, right? That's all works. Not that you shouldn't do those because that's the evidence of your sanctification process, that you, it's evidence that you are saved, right? But to be saved, to make it extremely clear, never put works in there, okay? Because that, that's a, that's a false gospel. And uh, I don't think I have it in here, but Galatians, Galatians uh, 1:8 is is really clear. He says, you, "You'll be, that that even an angel from heaven or we, if we ever preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be accursed. Why? Because you're not going to get to heaven. <laughs> That's why I talk about the three big rocks. You have to have the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. Those are the three things we have to hold firm on. Any any belief system outside those three things are not going to get people to heaven. So it's not, it's not rude to tell them the truth." it's actually loving to tell them the truth right that the only way through the father is jesus and that is uh, and that is just a just a fact of the matter it's not different religions are the same mountain to the same god that's completely false that's what satan wants you to, to believe it is one way and only one way to the father and that's through faith in jesus and has nothing to do with works all is equal at the foot of the cross it's also there's another thing about I think I think I already went through Hebrews but let's let's talk about uh, rejoice in his sufferings in verse 3 here. Not only that we but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us who's been given to us. And so here we got rejoice in our sufferings, right? That's that's something that um, Just just look at how Christ suffered, right? And so, if we're gonna be like Christ, we're gonna have some suffering. And we're gonna be peculiar people, the Bible talks about. It also talks about that, you know, as we are crucified with Christ and as we're baptized, it's kind of the symbol, right? And we raise up as a new creation, right? Where we come out of the water as a new creation. Um, But that new creation is going to go through the sanctification process. That's that struggle. You're gonna have troubles in this world, Jesus says. But he says, take heart, I've overcome the world right? So you can have an abundant life despite your sufferings. That's the, that's the, that's the point. That's the beauty about, about being a Christian, is that life's not going to be perfect, but we can have an abundant life even while we're going through t- rough times. Matthew 5.12 says, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So the, the persecuted the prophets, and you're being persecuted, that's a good sign. That means you're probably on the right path, right? (laughs) They think about being over the target. If you're being attacked, you're over the target, right? That's what happens. And uh, this 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 verse, this whole area talks also about it producing endurance and endurance produces character, character produces hope. and, And hope doesn't put us to shame. That's the beautiful thing is that when we go through some sufferings, we realize kind of what Christ's gone through. We realize what the Christian walk walks always about. And we really kind of realize what the world is about and what holding on to the kingdom that can't be shaken is about. That's what we're producing, that endurance to, to, to be able to do that, right? And that's also talked about in James. Um, James is really clear about, about uh, making sure that you don't not work at all right <laughs> james 1 3 says for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness right And in fact if you back up one verse what one thing on there and put two in there it's really a beautiful this is part of my memory verses right here it says count it joy my brothers when you meet the trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness right and so um and so i know some of you are having a hard time right now and the globals sort are of making life hard on purpose right but hold firm there, right? The best is yet to come, not only here on earth, I believe, but also in heaven, obviously in heaven. Or maybe I should say, not only in heaven is it gonna get better, but it's gonna get better here on earth as well, I believe, as this as this globalists get get, get uh, judged. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. And this talks about, um, and in verse four, about producing character, and character produces hope. And right here in verse five, at, uh, that that uh, because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Just think about that. God's love is being poured into your heart. That's what the Holy Spirit is. It says, This is God's love being poured into our spirit, right? Acts 2 talks a little bit about that when it says, In the last days it shall be God declares that I will pour spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your men shall see visions, and your old men shall see, dream dreams. Even my male servants and female servants in those days, will, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I believe that's what's happening right now. You see here, Julie Green. You see here, here um, Amanda Grayson, Robin Bullock, and they're all these. Timothy Dixon. They're all they're all coming to s- in different ways, saying very similar things about the judgment of this cabal and about about uh, you know Trump coming back, uh, those type of things um, about about truth coming back and, and destroying the, the spirit of deception, right, and, uh, and, and 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 I believe this is also why he's chosen me to let you guys know that you can hear directly from God as well. I'm not even in the office of prophecy, but um, I'm hearing from the Lord every day by going to him and, and making sure that my heart's right and going to him. You can find that on the blog at neighborhood.social. you see the link down below, neighborhood.social. You can also download neighborhood.social on your phone. And just go to Rick's blog, and you'll be able to uh, see what God's saying to me each day. And he'll do the same to you because your past is different than mine, right? So I'm not asking you to read my blog every day. I'm re- asking you to look at it as an example of what God will do through you, if that makes sense. And this is what's happening right now. I believe, obviously, we're in the last days, which could be hundreds of years. so don't, uh, it could, Or it could be just a few decades, or it could be just a few years. But the whole, we're, we're supposed to be ready for him at all times, right? But we're starting to see this. God declares, I will pour my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Are we not seeing that right now? And your young men shall see visions, your old men shall see dreams. And again, prophesying, and it says um, prophe- prophecy is not just predicting things. It's also encouraging other people. Right? You see Mary Crowley come on this show. She comes backstage and she just prophesies over people. It's encouraging, is what she's doing. It's an encouragement. I just love it. And we're seeing, seeing that happen right now. And then this goes on, just talking about how important it is. Again, my favorite verse of, of, of but God shows his own love. I mean, favorite, verse, favorite verses within this chapter. For God shows his love for us in this, that while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved from the wrath of god so remember how do how are we actually forgiven it's by the blood of christ the blood of christ covers our sins and then when we die and we're in the pearly gates open up and then they say why should you deserve heaven you say because i'm covered by the blood of christ not because i was a good person right because we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of god And so what does God see? You basically have Christ interceding for us, saying that I died for them. My life allows them to come into heaven. That's that's how you're justified. You're completely forgiven of your past, present, and future sins because of the blood of Christ. And that is a beautiful truth that everybody needs to understand, and it has nothing to do with what you did. All you did is accept a free gift. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more that we are reconciled, shall we shall we be saved by his life. So remember this whole reconciliation is the justification process combined with the salvation process, right? We're reconciled to God. So when Adam's sin came in, it broke off that reconciliation a lot of people will write it down when they're doing the, the uh, telling somebody about the, the gospel in a real clear way they just write on a piece of paper and they put you and god and they so adam sin came in boom we've all sinned. romans 323 right so there's a huge canyon between me and god and you and uh, you know carl loose can only jump like 10 feet or 25 feet maybe 30 feet it's not going to get him to the other side of the grand canyon right So the only way, it's a zero percent how much you jump, (laughs) it's a hundred percent just getting on the back of Jesus, letting the cross come across, right? To get you across, it's a hundred percent Jesus and your faith in Jesus, zero percent you, is how you are saved and reconciled. More than that, we also also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Is that not just a beautiful, this reconciliation, um, concept is, is the whole gospel, right? We need, we're separated from God and we need to be reconciled. 2 Corinthians talks about it on 2 Corinthians 5. It says, And this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Very clear there, right? We will not get to heaven if we have not reconciled, uh, been reconciled to God. And the only way to do that is through the blood of Christ and accepting Him as your Savior, being justified by believing in your heart, being saved by professing Jesus as Lord, believing that God raised Him from the dead in your heart. right? That is how this works, guys. This is the true gospel. Don't let all these false religions confuse you. Satan's come in and he's even taken what, most most things that are called Christian cults. The Christian cults are really people who've messed up the, the gospel. Um, almost all the Christian cults mess up all three things. They teach the wrong God, the wrong Jesus, and the wrong gospel. And I'm sorry I'm going to offend a lot of people right now by telling the truth, okay? I'm gonna just give some examples. Islam, okay? Islam teaches Allah as the God that's a wrong God. It's not even the triune God. They treat the wrong, the wrong Jesus. They treat Jesus as just a prophet. It's very clear all through the Bible that God and God is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and Jesus was there at creation. The word of God. He spoke, oh, let there be light. That's Jesus he was speaking. And it said he, there was nothing made that was not made without Christ. So, though so they have the wrong Jesus, then they also have the wrong gospel, where it's all works-based. You have to do it. And then you don't even know if you're going to make it at the end. Right? And they even have the crazy people who think they're going to get virgins in heaven by killing innocent people. And God hates that. That's that's, that's one of the things that God hates, is a shedding of innocent blood, right? And so, I'm also going to talk about some other cults. There, that, 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 that's not that's just an incorrect religion. There's tons of them out there, right? The only way through Christ and the only way through to, to God and reconciling into the Holy of Holies, is through the blood of Christ. Okay, that that curtain tore when He was crucified, from top to bottom, a four-inch curtain, just whoosh, many many feet, to show us that 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 Old Testament's over the New Testament's here that we talked about in, in Romans, I mean sorry in, in in Hebrews heavily, but now here's an, here's another cu- couple of cults. What what do they do? They all and I have a whole teaching on world religions right that shows this. Simple, simple, um, saved by faith alone, right? The cross of Jesus, the blood of Christ, getting his cross, free gift, reconciles you to God. That's the simplicity of the gospel. And Satan wants to confuse it every way he can. So all these Christian cults come in to say, hey, we're just another denomination, when they're not, because they're teaching a completely different God, a different Jesus, and a different gospel. i me give you just one more example because it's heavy in my heart. As you know, my wife and I, I was an evolutionist. She was a Mormon. And we both became Biblical Christians together in a miracle, right? And so, so um, I've, I've talked to many, 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 many um, um, experts in Mormonism trying to convert me, right? And uh, it, it was very easy. It's just like knowing the dollar bill and seeing counterfeits, right? I knew the Bible, and it, but I had made no progress with them until I showed them that the leaders of the church were lying to them, right? And, uh, and that's how I have an effect on Mormonism. But I'm just asking you to red pill yourself on your religion if you're a Mormon, because what what what's what God did they teach? They teach God was once a man, and that he earned his way to heaven, and that Jesus is just not, not a created being. I mean, is not the creator, he's the created being. They teach that Jesus and, and, and God are, uh, Jesus and Satan are brothers. They teach that you can become a God. They It's not even in the same category of monotheism. They teach that there's multiple gods out there, okay? So they say, as man is, God was, and man may become. Almost every Mormon knows this. As man was, God, as man is, I mean, as, as God is, man was, and God may become. I mean, <laughs> and, and, as as man is, God is, and, and, and man may become. So basically, man can become a god. And so, that's polytheism and god being once a man that had to earn his way to heaven and he was a created being as well no jesus being a created being no that's a wrong god the wrong jesus and the wrong gospel they they think you need to to, it's, it's all works based you have to go baptize people for the dead you have to do all these things there's many jehovah's witnesses teach the wrong god the wrong jesus and the wrong gospel they teach works again all of these all these false religions teach works based versus faith so it's real easy to know the false religions just know the true gospel is, is by faith alone in the true Jesus, who was the creator, by the true God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That is very easy. If you know those three things, you won't be deceived by all these false religions because there's a ton of them out there. All right, and with that, we're gonna move to some music and get we'll finish up with, a, with, a, with the last part of Romans 5. And so again, I wanted to just, to just say, truth hurts sometimes, guys. But just like we try to red pill our friends and family on the globalist, you also have to red pill your families and friends and yourself on your religion. This is about faith and the truth, not religion and works. Those are two totally different things. And uh, I think that's why God's called me to this channel and this ministry, is to make sure that we don't get off the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. And uh, with that, we're gonna dig into some more beautiful music. We did Resurrection Power, and Grace. Now we're gonna celebrate a little bit with House of the Lord. Uh, how exciting that we have that. I'll read this one, have a, a, a net do Oceans in a second. There is joy in the House of the Lord. Our God is surely in his place. We have to have joy about this faith, that it is as simple as accepting Jesus as our Savior, right? You make known to me the path of life in your presence there is fullness of joy, Psalm 16, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You have the Holy Spirit in you, guys. Isn't that awesome? That's 1 Corinthians 6:19. If you don't, make sure you accept Him as your Savior so you're justified and saved. Then you'll have the Holy Spirit in you, and you'll be, then you'll be go through the sanctification process, and you'll love it. You'll love it because it's the abundant life that's what it is and that's why we're celebrating right now we worship the god who was and is and evermore will be let the house of the lord sing praise remember that god that we worship is the father son and holy ghost because jesus was there at creation the spirit was there at creation and so was god and he's always existed no one's like him and no one will ever will be so polytheism is a complete blasphemy 100 percent right holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come revelation 4:8. Praise the Lord, in His mighty heavens. Praise Him, for His mighty deeds, according to His excellent greatness. In Psalm 150, 1 through 2, He hung on that cross, the God who heals and saves, and rose up from the grave. Oh, isn't that awesome uh, song lyric! And He bore Himself; He Himself bore our sin in His body on a tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. Is that not the gospel right there? By his wounds we have been healed. It's 1 Peter 2, 24. Having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through faith. Remember, you're buried in baptism. That way you're buried, you die with him almost. and And then you were also raised, when you come out of the water, you're a new creation. But it's through what? What's it say there? Is it through works? No, what's it say? It says, through faith. That's what this is all about. And and that's glorious. That's beautiful. It means we're going to make it to heaven. It doesn't depend on us. (laughs) Jesus did all the work for us. Amen. Let's celebrate in the house of the Lord. must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to Christ all right uh, now you do this? this is oceans yes
1: I love this song too mm-hmm. oh when oceans rise I will call upon your name keep my eyes above the waves Count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds the testing of your faith produces steadfastness that you may be perfect complete lacking in nothing James 1 2 to 4 your sovereign hand will be my guide where my where feet may fall and fear surrounds me faith may be stronger in the presence of my savior when you pass through the waters i will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you when you walk through fire you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you isaiah 43 2. spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you call me lord command me to come to you on the water uh, when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus reached out his hand,
0: Matthew 14, 38b. Wow, you can see the bottom line. Beautiful. I uh, wow, just think about that. I, yeah. He's always going to no. keep our head above the waves, <laughs> even if our feet fail. It could. ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. That's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, wow. And again, I think we've only played like uh, six of our almost 40 songs, right? So it's uh, just beautiful. Just love, I just love that part of it. And um, one of my biggest pleasures is coming in on Mondays and Thursdays for praise and prayer to hear the praises from backstage as well. And I uh, then also pray for you, your specific prayer request is, is just a beautiful thing for me to do. And then then to teach with Gus on Fridays on Word and Worship and here on Sunday mornings um, is just a huge privilege. And part of it is just the, the Spirit of the Lord being here with us when we're praising and worshiping Him um that's just a a beautiful thing for for me and i hope you guys enjoy that at one point in time i'll I'll go over my world religion um class notes i just have a real quick summary of every i do a one pager on each of the false religions or or, or christian cults and just show how it's so different than what the um you know what 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 what, i'm trying to find it real quick to see if i can flash it up just to give you guys a preview of it but it's, uh, it's uh, I can't remember if I called it world religions. Uh, see if I can find it real quick. But uh, it's, it's real important, I think, to just understand what that true gospel is. Because Satan wants nothing more than to get us off of that, right? Uh, it looks like I, I'm gonna have to go find that for you guys at a later time, but I'll, uh, I'll bring that up. And uh, I think you guys will really enjoy digging into that with me. So let's go into this here where we go back to death in Adam and life in Christ, the second half of this chapter. And um, you know, one thing that's interesting is as we get into chapter, um, verse 12, says says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. And as far as death spreading to everyone, you can see here. For as in, in in one Corinthians 15, it says the same thing, right? For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. So just reemphasizing exactly what's going on here. Um, verse 15 says, "But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of." That one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. Again, how many times you need to see the free gift, right? It's all through Ephesians, it's all, also here, here. Free means free, right? If you're getting a free gift from somebody, you don't say, "How can I go work for you?" Or, uh, or you don't reject the gift and say, "No, I got to go work." No, you you accept it, right? It's not really a work to accept something, and that is that is. Uh, move me up a little bit here. And in verses, uh, and if I get into um, the abounded, it's interesting, in Isaiah 53, it says, Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Right, so here is many to be accounted righteous. Who do you think that's pointing to? Isaiah 53 is pointing to that, that Jesus is basically out of the anguish of his soul, God just going, oh, because remember, he was grieved to his heart during the days of No Noah. He shall see and be satisfied. How is God going to be satisfied now? He, he actually gave me a word on this, uh, I think it was yesterday, about how I was kind of surprised he was using the, these words, because I did, you don't think about God being grieved or happy, right? But uh, he says in, in, you know, in Genesis 6 that he was grieved and regretted making man. And he was grieved to his heart. Right. So out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. So he knows our sin. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, which is Jesus, right? My servant, Jesus is a servant to the Father, make many to be accounted righteous. He shall bear their iniquities. So you want that blood of Christ covering up your iniquities, right? That is just extremely clear. And um, in fact, in fact, if you go to my blog, I was going to go there real quick. If you go to, to neighborhood.social, which is, uh, you see the link down below there, neighborhood.social, and go to the blogs here, and you'll see, you can search on Rick or just go to Rick's blog here over in this in the corner. I'm going to blow that up for you guys so you can see it right there, Rick's blog right here, right? And then um and you'll you'll see the whole story about about that god wants uh, it's not meant to be a secret god wants to speak to you the book i read and uh nathan french does it and i gave a little more details on how i hear from the lord um but see if i can find this place about yeah here it is this is this, this was surprising wording to me i heard from the lord i said how are you today lord and He said i am thankful for the world i created and i was going wow You know, here we are on Thanksgiving, and he's talking about he is thankful for the world I created, which is, you know, because I I literally would go to tears when I first really started studying and memorizing Genesis 6, 5, and 6. In fact, let's just go there real quick. If I go to Genesis 6, 5, and 6, this really moved my heart just thinking about how it was grieving to God that he even created us. It's like the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Ugh. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. Just think about that. It's like, ouch. And so it was kind of cool to hear from him to say, I am thankful for the world I created. It's like, wow. He said, I know you get emotional, Rick, when you read how I was grieved to my heart for creating man back in the days of Noah. However, now that I sent my son to die for each person, and I have sent them my Holy Spirit into those who love me, I see how wonderful man can actually be when they have my spirit. yes the flesh is still ugly and everyone struggles with the sin of adam but i have no more regrets as i see the massive number of people submitting to me and allowing me to yoke them and take control the enemy did not expect this although i foreknew all this would happen i am thankful and not grieved when i think about making man on the earth yes there is sin everywhere And the enemy still controls so many. However, my heart is happy to see what man can become when they have my word in their heart and they submit to me. I see glimpses of what man will become when they get their heavenly bodies and join me in heavenly places. I will be bringing heaven to earth soon, and and I will be doing it through not just my angels, but also through the people that love me on earth. That was just pretty special to me to to be able to see him um, explain that he's this grieving that he had in his heart is uh, no more. (laughs) And he knew that, you know, it's just kind of cool that he would share that with us. And again, the reason I share the blog is more to show how he can be speaking to you about your specific path, because you'll see I've blocked out private um, word for Rick. He'll get private words for you. And you don't have to be in the office of the prophet to just hear from him. Just uh, So you can read that blog and the first part of it talks about how Nathan French does it and how I was able to leverage that learning to hear from God more specifically than ever. And I think you guys would really enjoy that. And so we're back to here. Um, Kind of went on a path there but in verse 17 says for if because of one man's trespass death reigned through that one man much, how much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in the life through one man jesus christ again that free gift keeps coming up here um, but it also talks about the reign of life through one man jesus christ revelation 22 is going to point us right there and night will be no more there will be no light of lamp or sun this is in the the new heaven and new earth and a new jerusalem right? there will be no light of lamp or sun for the lord god will be their light and they will reign forever and ever say that's what that's, that's what justification gets us justification gets us that salvation and a right to go and then we are in this we're in this world we're not of the world but we're in this world and we're just going through a sanctification process to to get closer to God as we renew our mind with the word and study, get together, worship him. Those are all things that get us closer to the Lord and, 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 our, and, and, and more and more sanctified, if you will, right? We're actually being sanctified as we get closer to him. Verse. Uh, we see here in verse 18, therefore as one trespass led to condemnation for all men. So one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. And again, this all men concept is is also in John 12. It says, and here's Jesus in red letters in 12:32, saying, "And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself." So all people are being drawn. Now, many people are resisting it, unfortunately, but um, it's all people has that offer. He wants all to come to him, right? And that is a beautiful thing that happened when Jesus. Uh, but it was all about jesus guys that's how we are reconciled and it's so important for that i'm just gonna go to the last verse here i know we've gone over a little bit today so that as sin reigned in death grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through christ jesus our lord and this Chapter ends and it's a beautiful place. And um talking about grace in John 1:17 talked about this too. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So why do we why do we depend so much on Jesus? He's the only way. And it's where grace and truth come from. So if you want grace, forgiveness, grace of and mercy, you want truth, but you gotta love Jesus. You gotta accept him into your heart. I'm gonna end there with asking you to, anybody who has not uh, for sure accepted Jesus as your savior. Now, the way you know that is pretty simple. If you were to pass away tonight or get get really sick and you're gonna pass away in the next 24 hours, how would you 100% know that you're going to heaven? It's a pretty easy question, right? And if you start that answer in the wrong way, we know that you're not. You haven't accepted Him as your Savior. What's the right answer and the wrong answer to that? It's pretty simple. You're going to heaven because it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. If you started out talking about because I did this or I I I, you don't have Jesus. You do have the wrong gospel. So how do you get? To, how do you? How do you move into justification and salvation? It's pretty simple. You you say it's 100% Jesus. So I'm gonna lead you through a prayer. Again, you have to say this in your head and your heart, right, we talked about that. Because you gotta be justified first. You're not forgiven if it's not in your heart. And you have to say it with your lips, right? So um, you have to say this out loud. So do this with me, say this prayer in your, and, and make sure you really mean it in your heart. And you'll be assured that you're justified and saved. The Holy Spirit comes into you And you can go through the beautiful, abundant life process of being in peace, even within the trouble of the world. How beautiful is that? So let's uh, bow your heads and pray after me. Heavenly Father, I know I am a sinner. You tell me in Romans 3, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And you also tell me in Romans 6, the wages of sin is death. Uh, Lord, thank you, because you don't end there. Romans 6 continues, and you tell me, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Lord, thank you. You also say in Romans 5, 8, that God demonstrated his own love for me in this. That while I was still a sinner, Christ died for me. Thank you, Lord. And I'm going, and you tell me in Romans 10, 9 how I can be saved, justified and saved. You say that if I declare with my mouth, and I'm doing that now, I'm going to declare with my mouth. Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead you tell me I will be saved thank you Lord I say Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart God raised him from the dead thank you Lord. I walk now in no condemnation thank you for forgiving my past present and future sins Lord, show me how to walk with you. Bring that Holy Spirit so I can be sanctified and come closer to you every single day as I renew my mind in the word of God. I want to live for you, Lord. Thank you for being my Savior. I love you and I say these things in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you. You guys said that. And you've really meant it in your heart. You've moved from death to life. There's a commandment to get baptized. Find a place to get baptized, right? You'll be symbolically, publicly telling people that I'm dying with Christ as you go under the water. And you're gonna go up above the water and you're gonna be a new creation in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 talks all about being a new creation. You could be that new creation as you were being sanctified as you go. But remember, if you just said that, you'd got justified, forgiven and you got saved and you're going to heaven. You're reconciled, the ministry of reconciliation. How beautiful is that? <laughs> All right, we're gonna end in one last song. If you guys have a question, let me know. You can type it in the uh, rumble rants or the or the deal, or you can just come on stage and unmute if you have a question or, or, uh, or a comment about um, the teaching today. Uh, but we're gonna go through one more song then we'll pray and uh, and uh, say goodbye. So we, we did the house of the Lord, we did oceans. And uh, we're going to do a, do a deep worship song right now. This is, a, this is how amazing God has been in your life. Just think back at all the times that really miracles have happened in your life. Or just he's always been there. You just realize that. Right? This song is about he's going to do it again. He's, he's a miraculous God. We're going to go be going through hard times. And boom! He's going to do it again. And that's what this song is. It is called Do It Again. And uh, I, just, I just love uh, the videos they posted she posts to go together for this as well so we can just worship him knowing the battles won. great is your faithfulness I see you do it again Psalm 36 5 says steadfast your steadfast level Lord extends to the heavens your faithfulness to the clouds Psalm 36 5 this song talks about I know the night won't last and your word will come to pass I believe so that night being bad things are happening right but your words gonna come to pass Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. So, guys, you could be going through hard, dark times, and all of a sudden you just go into the Word of God and you're walking with him in light, even in your hard times. You move the mountains. You made a way where there was no way. Isn't that true? That's what he does. He's the way maker, right? Matthew 17 20 says for truly I say to you if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed nothing is impossible for you we're going to see amazing things during this time period as God is going to flow through anybody who's completely submitted to him he says I'm the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me is that not what we've been talking about this entire chapter no one comes to the father except through Jesus make sure you have him and you know what he's going to He's gonna to continue to have miracles in your life. And I think even bigger ones coming up. Because he'll continue to do it again.
2: Walking around these walls. I thought by now they'd fall. But you have never failed me. Yet change to
0: so much for joining us now. Um, Don't see any questions, uh, but if you guys uh, uh, ever do, uh, again, uh, if you really want to connect with me on things, um, go to the neighborhood is the best way to do that. That neighborhood.social is down there. Um, You can find a link to that from blessedteach.com as well. Um, But um, I'm going to point you a little bit to the neighborhood right now and 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 into blessedteach.com so you'll be able to find how to get engaged more with this ministry. Love to have more of you engaged, it would be awesome. Um, if you see right here, this is blessedteach.com. And if you just pull down the menu, it'll be up at the top or on a phone, it'll come down like this. You'll be able to get into, find all the past shows here, um, get into um, the neighborhood link right here. That does take you right to um, the uh, neighborhood groups that we have or events that you can go look at. Um, but this is also take you to neighborhood.social if you just click on this. Again, that is the Christian Patriot platform. So just giving you a quick tour of things here. You can also go to these groups. I wanted to emphasize these groups real quick, guys. That we have these B2T Biblical Zoom groups. These are people that really understand the concept of the ministry where we want to expand groups that are teaching biblical-based concepts and are gonna help hurting people. In the future and they're getting trained we're going through inner healing and and uh and uh, this and, and deliverance ministry training right now from scott bitkin one of the best in the and probably the top guy in the nation who's done more deliverances than anybody and uh it's beautiful healing the brokenhearted um, as well as setting the captives free but you can see right here these biblical based zoom groups i think we have one two three four five six of these right now with more coming Um, and we're talking to other groups if they want to be part of this as well. But this is, for instance, we put on central time when they meet. So here is Thursday at noon. We have grow in grace and truth, right? Come and join that. And 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 again, you want to be, you don't want you want to assemble with other people. Part of that would be these, uh, even if you can't get out of the house or you just want to just be by other like-minded, you're not, you don't want to be isolated. You want to be by other like-minded Christians. This is a breakfast to go. There it is, noon on Thursdays. Here's God Squad, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Again, CST. So this adjust from CST, from wherever you are in the world. Many of these people are international that come to these as well. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit, noon on Tuesday. All right. And here's a PCR, which is Tuesday night. We do that right after the show. And we also do it Thursday. If you click on it, you'll see Thursday at 11 a.m. CST, where we pray for the children for a quick half hour. Right. I think you really enjoy that as well as a potential to get more engaged with us. Courts of Heaven. You can literally go to the Courts of Heaven Fridays at 3 p.m., every every Friday at 3 p.m. And here we see Prayer Warrior Bible Study. This is where Gus does his Bible study at 7 p.m. We also usually do a little bit of training on the neighborhood and things there. So uh, again, we this is a way to get engaged with the ministry on off hours. All of this can be found, again, from the BlessedTeach.com website, or the neighborhood.social um, again we have uh, these my blog can be found right here too just go to discuss and blog and it'll pull you right into the blog I was talking about earlier again you can find these things on both neighborhood.social as well as blessedteach.com. here's a training that we're doing right we're, we're basically just uh, doing inner healing and deliverance right now Impacted for Truth is going to be kind of moved into a discipleship course in January um, but this inner Healing and deliverance with Scott Vick and we're doing right now, and then backstage. This is where you join backstage, where you can come backstage on Zoom. That used to be 17.76 a month. We moved it into a ministry model where it's pay forward, and uh, many people coming on for free. We'd love to have you backstage here. Um, hey, if you want to do some Good Friday, um, good some Good Friday shopping, go here to uh, the store. You can just find the store menu on here uh there's a couple of good friday black friday slash cyber monday still stuff going on this two two bags for 25 percent off if you click on the java boost you see the link down below in the video as well also you'll see i'm um, using the b2t code on both of these um but it but you can get a huge discount on pain relief bundle a bundle of things of, of a, a lot of natural type solutions including the patches um, that works so well and have so many hundreds and hundreds of testimonials on using quantum frequency and biblical, biblical. I love it because it has a, a, a Bible um, prayer guide, but the patches literally have the touch part of the patches when you put them on your skin, has Bible verses in them as well as positive intentions, all that. You can find that link down below. So do some Christmas shopping um, by um, looking at those Christmas specials or any other, there's a lot of other stuff on here as well. There's um, best to teach gear, this is how you can give, et cetera. I think you'll really enjoy that. So I'm just gonna give you a quick tour of the site. Hey, we'd love to have you be a partner, a donation, whether it's a year-end donation, but if you do a, even a dollar a month, you're considered a partner, and partners are gonna get a, quite a few things. You basically, basically just our love. We want to, you to feel part of the ministry. We're gonna give you exclusive updates that you're gonna be getting, and you also will get intercessory prayer from our group that meets every Monday, so you'll get prayer for you and your family every Monday. Uh, but most importantly, just again, even a dollar a month would would be considered a partner and you will be planning the God's kingdom. Uh, he's clearly told me on this word he gave me on the 11th that I not having a partner program was keeping other people from, I'm delaying, reaping, and I want to bless other people. So this is a big part. And again, the way, the, there's three ways to give. You can do just give to 833-209-2393. Again, that's give. You just text it to the number 833-209-2393 or just use that QR code. That'll get you there. Um, but we love you guys so much. We we're just we just looking so forward to continuing to serve you in this ministry. I'm going to end in some prayer. Go to blessedteach.com or neighborhood.social and uh, you can download down, uh, neighborhood.social on your screen. We'd love that you become a bigger part of this ministry. Um, with that, we're going to... Uh, we're gonna lift this up. Wonderful, powerful teaching, says, and that um, I see backstage, and I know people are helping me get the music right back there, which we now have working perfect. If I have the original sound on, so somehow that gets turned off. If I if I'm clicking around sometimes. So let me know if the music gets bad backstage ever because I can just click one button and it's back, up, back onto the original music is what you want, obviously. But Lord, thank you so much for the wonderful people. We, pre- we appreciate you so much. We welcome in all those that come to the kingdom, whether they listen to the live recording and gave their life to Christ today or they do it in the, in the recording or they did it live. Lord, we just thank you for all those people coming into the kingdom as brothers and sisters in Christ. And we just submit to you our lives. Make us the workmen of your hand. We submit to you as clay. You're the potter. Allow us to just uh, be used as you, by you as a vessel as you flow through us. And by the power of Jesus' name, the name above all names, and the blood he shed for us, by that power and authority you give us, we bind the rulers and authorities and the powers of this dark world that are taking us off our path, that are trying to take us off our path. And we call in. We loose angels of all ranks and divisions to come down and help us keep on that right path. Thank you for that, Lord. And we'd lose the wine of Judah to come down for justice on this earth, and also the spirit of truth to just decimate the spirit of deception right now, Lord. Thank you for that spirit of truth to come throughout the United States and Israel, and all through the land. Um, I just want to lift up specifically Netanyahu, uh, who's being um, all these liberal people in Israel trying to take him out. I believe he's a Trump of Israel, Lord, so just yoke him, give him the, the he'll choose your way and not his way. Same with Trump. He'll choose your way and not his way. And all of us, Lord, we'll let you put the yoke on us, we'll just follow, let let you lead us, and we'll choose your ways and not our ways. May that bring unification and a bond of peace and a spirit of unity into the body of Christ, into the remnant, and especially into the backstage ministry. We love you, Lord, and we say these things in the name of Jesus, amen. All right, remember, stay in faith and not fear. And uh, for those of backstage, what mind un and saying goodbye?
1: Thank you for coming. Wonderful. Mm. It
0: was so wonderful. Thank mm. you, Rick. Thank Love you. Love you. Thanks, Kimberly. Good Thanks, to, to Teresa. Thanks, Linda. Love Thanks, you. others.
3: i you know.